You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about the Denver Broncos because Kareem Jackson, their safety that's currently suspended for too many hits, has had enough, and he's had enough, and he's going to New York to talk to Roger Goodell and ask him, how in the hell do you want me to play exactly? What do you want me to do? Now, we're talking about a veteran of 193 starts in the NFL. 14 years. Yes, he's a hard hitter. Yes, he's been around since back when they actually played real hard-nosed defense in the league. Came in the league in 2010. That was really the beginning of the passing era. And, of course, now they nail every guy for nothing the passer, it seems like, twice a game. In case you're wondering, I did a video the other day where Tom Brady came out and ranted about the mediocrity in football, et cetera, et cetera. Well, part of that rant that went on in that Stephen A. Smith situation and something he's addressed on his Let's Go podcast is the fact that defensive players aren't allowed to play defense anymore. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, agreed with him. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to hit. They don't know where if there's supposed to be a target zone and not a target zone. Where's the target zone? It's changed tomorrow. It's changed yesterday. Oh, and, and flags are flying everywhere. And in this case, suspensions and fines are flying everywhere. Was well, he's had enough, he wants to talk to the commissioner. So let's get to this because I want to talk a little bit about this or at least take a look at it. And then we're going to jump over to Ian Rappaport making a proclamation and in some kind of way he's not exactly wrong. But he calls Russell Wilson and this current Denver Broncos team sort of a, I guess you would call it a Rocky Mountain Seahawks, that that's the kind of team this is and that's how Russell Wilson is playing. It should be noted This team's got a very good defense in much the same way as those Seattle defenses were very damn good. And we know in mile high in Denver where the altitude is thin, boy, if a defense is good there, it's going to be hard to play. By the way, they've won six out of the last eight games, including wins over the Bills and the Chiefs in there, the Packers, a surging Vikings team. Now, they beat them too. Broncos are pretty damn good, folks. Sean Payton's culture has caught on, and there's something to this team right now. So let's get to this. ESPN, then we'll get to Russell. Broncos safety Kareem Jackson said he is flying to New York to meet with NFL commissioner Roger Goodell on Wednesday to get more clarity about his latest suspension and the way the league enforces its player safety rules. Quote, for me, I see a lot of the same things happening around the league where guys aren't going through what I'm going through. No flags, no fines, no suspensions. No doubt they're watching him. They're watching him more than they're watching a lot of other players. Jackson said Tuesday night in his first public comment since drawing his second suspension of the season last week, I'm not really sure why I'm being treated the way I'm being treated. I'm making regular football plays, nothing malicious. In my opinion, 
Jackson said, I just want to know why I'm the only one going through what I'm going through. Jackson, who is in his 14th NFL campaign, we're not talking about a guy that's learning how to play, folks. This guy's been around a long... When you've started 193 games, you've got a pretty good idea what you're doing out there. Has been suspended by the league for six games this season. Ejected from two others. And fined basically $90,000 for four hits, four illegal hits. But this is where it gets a lot more costly. That makes him the league's leader in fines and game checks lost. Game checks. He has missed three games so far and will miss three more, costing him a total of $837,000 in lost wages. And I guarantee at his age, he's not pulling massive dough these days. He drew his second suspension for the November 19th hit on the Vikings quarterback, Joshua Dobbs, on his first tackle upon returning from suspension. Both times he was suspended four games, but the duration of his first suspension was cut in half on appeal. Jackson said he wants to ask the commissioner for advice on avoiding future flags, fines, and suspensions because he says he is playing like he always has and doesn't think he has crossed the line. Previously, he has said he knows he is drawing extra scrutiny from the league for his spat of fouls. The league has indicated he is violating its unnecessary roughness rules by hitting the crown of the helmet and launching at opponents. I have seen a couple of hits. They look bad. I saw the Joshua Dobbs hit. I didn't see much there, frankly. Which the NFL contends he can avoid even in the heat of the moment. Jackson counters that the league isn't clear about how defenders should alter their play to avoid the kinds of hits that have gotten him in trouble. I would love to show up and ask uh, Roger Goodell, could you could you tell me why running backs are still leading with your helmet? Question mark. I'd love to know. I would love to find out. Nothing's being done about running backs. I mean, they continue to lead with their helmet. Aren't they supposed to not do that anymore? Just wondering. There's no clarity and a lot of gray area. Jackson said, noting that during his first suspension, he received no answers from the league. I asked them a ton of questions. I told them, I'll be in the same situations. How am I supposed to play or how am I supposed to go about these situations? So hopefully something comes from this meeting. I don't think much will because I don't think they even know. I think he's right. I don't think the league can sit down and explain to him exactly what he is supposed to do and how he's supposed to do it. Because we know at this point Vance Joseph can coach up some defense. We're trying to believe that as long as this guy's been in the league, he has no idea how to how to hit somebody properly. And I'm not saying he hadn't had some dirty hits or some bad hits. They all do. But do I think they're to the point of the kind of, I'm just going to keep it real, retaliation from the league that he's getting? No. I mean, something's going on here that they are making a point to pay close attention to just him. 
just him. So I find that very interesting. I'd love to know what he finds out, but I bet he's right. I bet he don't find out a damn thing from the league on this at all. It'll be a runaround. Roger Goodell blows some smoke up his ass because he's a clown, and that's just going to be what it's going to be. By the way, a side note, you see that? Aaron Rodgers practices just 11 weeks after surgery. Wow. Insider says NFL should look out for the Broncos. And the only reason I'm even looking at this is because he says something really interesting in here. Uh, Ian Rappaport, according to Ian Rappaport, this team seems to be morphing into a squad many in Broncos country likely dislike but would take given their recent history of success. I think Broncos fans love this team. I think they love how it's built. I think they love the defense they're seeing. And look, they we've been so critical of Russell Wilson that there's no doubt He's playing a lot more like he played in the good times in Seattle. And he's certainly done one thing. He's taking care of the ball. And we know if you take care of the ball in the NFL, you don't turn it over, you're going to win a hell of a lot of games. And that's just what they're doing. Quote, they look like a Seattle team. That's what I keep thinking. I know Russell Wilson is a little older, a lot more marred, a lot, more, a lot more married and has a lot more kids. But this looks like a Seattle team. They run the ball well. They get close. It's not pretty, though. The Broncos are hot, but they don't look hot. They aren't dominating, but they are in games enough for Russell Wilson to get the ball at the end and make plays you need and run around and do all sorts of creating that we have seen him thrive in. Look. I used to hate this. I'm a Niners fan, and uh, by the way, this is PFF, but I'm a Niners fan, and for years when he was with Seattle and we had to play them in Seattle, I would cringe because he would get the ball at the end of the game and he'd beat our ass every time it seemed like. We could not stop him from making that one play, and that would be the difference between the division and not the division. He did it all the time, and he's flashing some of that right now. By the way, I mean, this is his stats. 2,200 yards, 68%, 20 touchdowns, and only four picks. I think PFF, when I brought this up uh, a second ago, yeah, it's right here. They got him as the 15th best quarterback out of 37. Well, if you've got a really damn good defense and you're playing like the 15th best quarterback, you're going to win 10, 11, 12 games in the NFL. You, that's probably what you're going to – if you're running the ball well, you're going to win that many games. But just to give you an idea, this is the highest he's been in PFF since 2020 when he was rated as the sixth best quarterback out of 38. My God, 2019, Russell was the first rated quarterback in the NFL in 2019. That's, that's hard to believe. It doesn't feel – that long ago at all. Uh, but now, one reason why we check out PFF is they take into account a lot of different things. But you can see right there, I mean, he's running the ball just enough. He's only got one rushing touchdown, but he's running the ball just enough to go in there and cause some havoc during these games. Let me just scroll down here. Let's find the rushing stats. 
Uh, let's see. Through 11 games started, 53 for 266. He's on pace to certainly just fly by his rushing statistics. This is going to be his best rushing year since that 2020, uh, that 2020 Seattle Seahawks campaign where he went 83 for 513 and two touchdowns. In fact, this is going to be his best rushing year. Uh, it'll be since that year, but even the two years before that, he was only in the 300s uh, in rushing, so you get where I'm going. Wow, he dropped way off back in 2016, 259 yards. Uh, so anyway, you get my point there anyway. Uh, Kareem, Kareem Jackson, what do you do? What do you do? What are you supposed to do? I, I would love to know, what is Roger Goodell going to tell him? Can he tell him anything? Does he know anything? Do the people that are over the rules, is he going to be allowed to sit down with the people that are giving him the fines, and are they going to explain to him exactly what he should do to avoid getting the fines and getting suspended? That's going to be a talk around that he's not going to get anywhere with my gut feeling. Because I don't know that they can explain it. You know? I mean, yeah, there's some dirty hits. But there's also a lot of just hardcore football there that they used to have on a segment on Monday Night Football called Jacked Up that they used to publicize with Tom Jackson. Does anybody remember that? I mean, you know, it's it's pretty ridiculous. And there is so much game-altering, nothing the passer getting called week in and week out, and it is changing outcomes. Also makes you feel like sometimes that the NFL is, do I think it's scripted? No. Do I think it's rigged? No, I guess not. But you get where I'm going. Those penalties, those flags, they alter They alter games, they alter seasons, and they alter playoff bursts and coaches getting fired. They're big deals, and they should really take a look at them and learn to choke on those flags every now and then. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.